Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you did not leave us alone. You did not leave us alone. You said that you were going to send the comforter. And it was in our best interest that you go away so that you could send the comforter. And so now none of us are ever alone. You are not alone. Thank you. Thank you that you sent the comforter, that you sent the spirit of truth, that you sent the one that would remind me of everything that you said to me. Hmm. Well, it goes back to that book. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know that we haven't taken up an offering. We haven't taken our tithes and offerings. And I saw some of you come and bring your tithes and offering. And while you're in this state of worship, just go ahead and bring your tithes and offerings to him if you haven't already. We thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for the act of worship in giving back to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you have not left us alone, God. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. I think God is changing my message, so I'm like hanging around for a second. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because of Apostle... I'm just so grateful for her leadership and how she's taught us. But she um, asked me last night to share my heart. And I had a really good message on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Got a real good one on the gifts because we need to operate in the gifts. You know? He's, he's the power that we need to operate in. But I just feel my heart. And I feel that you, as me being your pastor, you need to know what my heart is. And my heart is for us, every single one of us. Like I said last night, those who are coming in off the streets those who have been in the way for 40 years. Every single one of us, not one of you was an accident. 
not one. It don't matter what your mom and daddy did. You are not an accident. See, God says that he takes those things that the enemy means for harm, and he turns them around for his good, for good, my good. (laughs) It's hard to get the scripture right when your mind is like over yonder somewhere. (sighs) So when mama and daddy was acting stupid and doing things they shouldn't have been doing, and bam, here you come. It did not take God by surprise. It didn't. He knew. And he has a purpose for every single one of us. Whether we were born from incest, whether we were born from rape, abuse, whether we were born out of the sanctity of marriage, whether we were born out of rebellion, no matter what, no matter what the case, no matter what the case, he has a purpose for you. And it is my heart that we all learn what that purpose is, that we all come to know that purpose. Because we think, we, we seem to think, I know growing up, I mean, we just think that, you know, the world revolves around me. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's my life and it's my story and it's how hard my life is. And, and, it, and I'm not saying that it wasn't hard. I'm not saying that you didn't go through some, some of you, some pretty awful things, awful things. But what I want us to see is that That is the enemy. The word says that, well, in Genesis, God said, let us make man in our likeness and our image. Satan said, I'm going to be like him. That's what Satan said. I'm going to be like him. But he's not like him. But he wanted to be like him. So God then comes along and he says, let's make man. In our image, in our likeness. Let's make man like us. So what do you think the enemy does? I mean, he hates you because you are what he can never be. He is what he, you are what he can never be. You are the image and the likeness of God. That is amazing. If you really think about that. That is amazing that I am the likeness and the image of God. Wow. Sink in. Revelation. You are the likeness and the image of God. And that is why the devil hates you. Hates you. Because that's what he wants to be. And he can never, never, never. Never. So he sends all his little minions to rip you apart, to tear your life up so that you won't be transformed into that very image. That's what he's doing. He's come to stop you from from allowing God to move in you 
and work in you so that you become the very image of Jesus that we walk and we talk and we act and we smell and we do just like him. Every one of you were predestined before the foundations of the world to be that. And the devil hates you for it. And he tricks us. And religion has got in there, and they've told um, everybody how, you know, it's a bunch of rules and rules and regulations, and 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 you can't you can't do this and you can't do that, and you and in Christianity ain't no fun, y'all. Have you been having a good time? <laughs> The devil is a lie. He's a lie. And he counterfeits everything, every single thing that, that God has, the enemy counterfeits. Drugs and alcohol is counterfeit. Witchcraft, counterfeit. It's all counterfeit. All this new age stuff, it's counterfeit. And it makes us as Christians who don't really study to show ourselves approved, it makes us a little leery of things. Like now, like right now, the, the term a seer is thrown, it's, it's everywhere, everywhere you look. You know, we're a seer and there's seer's gate and, and seer's conferences and I want to be a seer and I'm a seer. You know, and, and at first we're like, that's the devil, that's all that new age stuff, they seers, you know. But there's a scripture in the Bible we're back in the day, they called the prophets a seer. So I had to see that. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so we can, he takes our terms, terminology, he takes them all and he messes them up and twists them all up and so, that, so that we as Christians become afraid to do anything. When, when Apostle Bill said that last night that, that in uh, Uganda, they teach that any kind of a supernatural move is witchcraft. And so you stay away from that stuff because, you know, that's what Africa's full of. It's witchcraft. I mean, you go to the witch doctor to get healed, you know. But, they, but any, kind of, any kind of supernatural thing is witchcraft, so you stay away from it. We were in there in the office, and I said, well, they teach the same thing in America. Pretty much. Same thing. If it's anything I hadn't heard of or seen before with my own two eyes and control it with myself, then mm, we're going to stay away from that. Well, one of the things that is also my heart is that we start operating in the power, power of Holy Ghost, power. Because I, I put something on Facebook this week that if we are created in the image of God, we must be phenomenal on the inside. I mean, come on, y'all. God, who can do all things, anything. There is, he said, is there anything too hard for me? He can do anything. He can make a fish have tax money in his mouth. Excuse me? I want that. We've got a lot of taxes to pay, you know? I want that. So there's so much more 
to being a Christian, that was one of the things that I was raised in a denomination. Thank God I got saved. They put the Word of God in me, but they refused to let Holy Spirit have His way. Would not let Him move. If you did, you were of the devil. Frowned upon anything, Holy Ghost. But there was a cry. I remember driving down the road. Going, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be. What about that book of Acts, God? You said you ain't never changed. So what about that? I ain't never seen a miracle. (laughs) Well, how many of you know that that was the Spirit of God on the inside crying? Crying. When you don't know what to pray, (laughs) the Holy Ghost will pray. And so that's the Spirit of God. He's crying out through us because because I told y'all last night, we were a spirit with Him at the foundations of the world. You know, who knows how old this thing is? Who knows? Ain't nobody there that can record it, you know? So we don't know how old this planet is, but we're not going into that. But before he laid the foundations of the earth, he said he knew me. So I was with him. I was with him. I was a little spirit. I don't know what they look like. I, I, I picture Tinkerbell, you know, in my mind. That's what I picture. I was a cute little Tinkerbell flitting around, you know. Yeah. Who knows? And uh, I know that the Father said, come here. I want to talk to you. And we had a conversation, you know, about him, him wanting to put me on earth. I want to, I want to send you to earth. And, and, and I heard someone say that, you know, we get to choose when we come. We could have been born when Jesus walked the earth. And, oh, how wonderful would that have been, you know, to, to get to see him and to walk with him and all of that. But the, the prophets of old wanted to be here now. They wanted to be here right now in these end days when things are fixing to start popping. I'm telling you, you better get in the Word of God and you better find out what was happening because it's fixing to all happen again. He says, as the, oh, Lord Jesus, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the coming of the Son of Man. So there's some things fixing to start happening around here. Come on. And we don't even have a clue what was happening then. In the days of Noah, we don't know what was going on. And that's our fault because we haven't taught. And we don't study. We don't, we don't get in that word and start pulling on it and saying, God, what the world was this? What was going on here? We think it's, I don't know what we think. We think we can't understand it. It's what we think. But he can open our, he can open our understanding up. So my heart... Is for us to know what's wrote in that book. Okay? I'm going to give you a scripture. Psalms 139, verse 16. Well, in verse 13, sorry. It says, you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You guys need to see that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. There is something spectacular about you. You are not a mistake. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. 
And God formed you in the inward parts, and he covered you in your mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. That means before I was formed, he saw my substance. He knew me. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there was none of them. What that says is he wrote a book about each and every one of us before we were ever formed in our mother's womb. There's a book written about you. Not a chapter, a whole book. A whole book. He has a purpose for you. I know he sat down with me and that book and said, this is what I wrote about you. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to come to earth. And I, you're, now you're going to have to go into a sin nature and you're going to have amnesia. You're not going to remember this talk that we're having. <laughs> Some of you are like, hmm. He knew us. We were spirit in heaven with him before. <gasps> you, sweetheart. I remember you when you were like four years old and you were talking to Christy. And you said you were, you were in the bedroom at Billy May's house. And we overheard you. Y'all were just talking and playing. And you said, don't you remember when we were with Jesus before we came to earth? You said that. You were like four. I was like, oh, my goodness. It did, that touched my spirit somehow. And it's like, what, what's, what does that mean, you know? Well, it was a few years later. I saw this scripture, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. We, we really were with you. He says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. So we were with him in heaven. We are eternal you are an eternal being. You are an eternal spirit. And when you die, when this flesh... See, this is, just, this is just a tent. It's just a house to house my spirit. The spirit is the real me. That spirit, man, is what is, is created in the image and the likeness of God. And that is the real me. And the enemy comes to squash all that down and keep all of that you know, bound up so that I cannot come out and be what he and I agreed that I would be. Y'all didn't know I believed all that. We had a conversation and I agreed to come and do this. I agreed to be this. I want, you to, I want you to know that for years I said, no, God, no, I do not want to be a pastor. I don't ever want to be a pastor. I don't want to be a pastor. That is the one thing that I am not going to do. I am not going to be a pastor. How many of y'all say there is one thing I am not going to do? That's probably what you're supposed to do. Probably. 
So we have to line up with him. We have to get a hold of him. See, as we, they sang that song last night, the more I seek you, the more I find you. Well, the more I seek him and the more I find him, the more I find me. The more I find the real me, what I'm supposed to be doing. Because, y'all, I'm, I guarantee you it's way more spectacular <laughs> than what we're doing right now. Way yonder better than what we're doing right now. There are some people, I believe, that Morris Cirillo tapped into it years and years ago. And I believe he's fulfilling what God wrote about him in that book. Because he has four million people that follow him. He goes into nations. Now, we're not all called to do that. But he goes into nations and, and he, he gets people saved in the bush who have never heard the name of Jesus. He gets them saved and then he trains them to be a victorious army and he trains them how to go and get other people saved. And so he calls them nationals and they take their region. And he's got four million of them. Wow. I believe he's probably fulfilling his book. I believe he is. I think Reinhard Bonnke is fulfilling his book. Well, I believe that some of us, we're going to step into that book. And, and some of us are going to go to the nations. Some of us are. Some of us are going to take this nation. Some of us, it is in my book, it is my calling to take this region. It's, I can't believe I just said that. It is in my book to take this region. And I need you guys to come along with me and let's take this thing. Let's take this thing. The enemy has had our city long enough. He's had it long enough. It's over with. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of him destroying you guys' life. I'm sick of him just causing poverty, just, just oh, terrible poverty. I'm sick of him doing what he's doing. I'm sick of him putting cancer and stuff on us. I'm sick of it. And everybody blames it on that paper mill. No, it ain't that paper mill. It's the devil. I'm sick of what he's doing to our city. I'm tired of our people saying, well, I don't know why anybody want to live there. Ain't nothing there. It's just armpit of America. I'm tired of that. This is where God put you. And if he had put you somewhere else, you'd find something wrong with that. But this is where he put you. And he put you here so that you would take this place, turn it around, because I... You have been taken out of darkness and you have been placed in the kingdom of light and it is now our job to bring heaven to cross at Arkansas. It is our job to bring the kingdom of heaven to Ashley County. That's our job. That's what we're put here for. I am supposed to do that. That's the very least I'm supposed to do. I ha he said that he came to destroy the works of the enemy. And he said, what I'm called to do I call you to do. So I ain't supposed to sit there and let him run over me and cause my big toe to hurt so I can't go to church. Excuse me. I ain't supposed to be doing that. And I ain't supposed to be retiring. I'm going to look this way. I ain't supposed to be retiring. Josh, I'm going to look at you. I ain't supposed to be retiring. Ain't no retirement in the kingdom of God. There ain't none. He says for the old women to teach the young women. I still need some teaching. 
I am not qualifying myself as the old women. No, it's still a lot of teaching I need. Thank you, Jesus. That's right, I'm still young. 50 is the new 30. Let me straighten up my clothes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for caring. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you, Jesus, for caring. Covers things. Hallelujah. I'm not supposed to be sitting here letting the enemy run all over me and destroy my life. I agreed with God that I wouldn't let that happen. And then I sit here and just let him run all over me. Let him do whatever he wants. One reason we do that is because of religion. Because religion has really put a bad name on Christianity. We are supposed to be walking down the streets of Ashley County and my shadow healing somebody. I am supposed to be walking and saying in the name of Jesus, you sinus drainage, every single bit of allergy in the name of Jesus, I curse you and I command you to loose your hold off my people. You loose your hold off of me and you loose your hold off of everybody that I'm supposed to talk to. Loose your hold. You have no right here in the name of Jesus. Pollen was not created to cause us problems. It was created to make all the flowers and the vegetables and all that stuff, fruits, produce. Allergies is the devil. It's of the devil. And, and we are supposed to not allow that thing to happen. I'm getting myself in a whole lot of trouble because I have to start operating. I can't preach to you something that I don't practice God said in that word right there that a teacher, don't, don't want to be no teacher. Don't want to be a teacher because you are going to be judged with a harsher judgment. So don't be wanting to be one. If you want to be one, it's probably a pretty good sign you don't need to be. Oh, Jesus. I love y'all. I really do. I really do love y'all. We just have to wait and let God show me. Let God show me what, what's in my book. And I'm going to him, and I'm telling him all the time, Lord, I want what's in my book. You wrote a book about me. I want what's in my book. I want to do what you said I could do. I want to do what I agreed with you that I would do. I want to turn my sphere of activity upside down. I don't want the enemy running over me anymore. I don't want that spirit of division in my house anymore. I'm sick of it. That thing got to go. God said that he is the one that tore down that middle wall of separation. And he made us one. He did it. It's all what he did. I'm supposed to grab a hold of it and make sure that his plans are what is, taken, what is done. Because he said, I came to destroy the works of the enemy. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Destroying the works of the enemy. If I'm in Walmart or Cash Saver or on my job or at school or walking down my neighborhood, I am supposed to be destroying the works of the enemy. So, my heart 
is for each one of us to come into that, to start going after God. I want what you said I could have, God. I want it. And I believe that when we get some things taken care of on the inside of us, you know, and we're not, we're not sitting back and letting the enemy have us anymore, that everything is going to fall into place. Because to me, that's what it means when, when his word says to seek you first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added to you. And all those things up above that is things that we need. And so I believe that when we really start seeking him, I mean, I'm talking about laying on my face, God. Do, do a work in me, God, because I, I don't act like your image. I do not act like your likeness. I don't look like your likeness. I certainly don't talk, talk like your likeness because I have a tendency to be sharp and cutting. He's not. He was with religion, but he isn't with people. And so there's work that's got to be done in me. And whenever, whenever I lay on my face and I'm like, God, fix me. God, do something. God, why do I do this? God, why? See, that's, that's part of the, the vision of Freedom Ministries. Is if I have a problem with what you do, I have a problem. I'm the one with the problem. Even if what you did was wrong, terribly wrong. But the way it affects me, that's my problem. Because a dead man ain't supposed to get mad. A dead man don't argue. A dead man don't get the feelings hurt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And we're supposed to be dying to my, our flesh and living for him. And so if I have a problem, then I have to say, God, what's going on in me? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like this? Why do I get mad every time he looks at me? Why do I get mad when my husband says, good morning, honey? Why does that make me mad? Y'all don't feel like y'all don't ever do that? Y'all don't ever do that. Some of you ain't been married long enough to do that. But it will come. No, I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. See, that's part of that, the enemy making you think, you know, that life is just going to get worse and worse and worse. It is not supposed to do that. It's not. I am the one that's in charge. Me. I'm an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are not supposed to let the devil in your house. Men's, God told Adam to tend that garden, and he did not. And so the enemy came in. Now, come on, men's. Y'all better tend that garden. You better watch over your house. You watch what's coming in your house through that TV. You watch what's coming in your house through magazines. You watch what's coming in your house through your phone. You watch what's coming in your house. Through the radio. There's some devil stuff on that radio. We're supposed to be destroying the works of the enemy. And my heart is for us to learn how to do that. That's what I want for each and every single one of us to learn how to do that, me included. First one, I got to learn first. To not give in to that spirit of something, that spirit of oppression, that spirit of depression, that spirit of loneliness. And, and see, we think that this is just the way it is because that's the way we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned to feel all of this. 
But we, as Christians, have got to come out of it. We've got to come out of it. We cannot allow that thing to have control over us anymore. We can't. We're not created that way. I am the head and not the tail. See, I want you, my, my heart is for you to know who you are from this word. For you to know who you are. To know who your God is and to know who you are. And then we can take this place just like that. And then Jesus can come. Because <laughs> he ain't coming till then. As someone said the other day, you know, we're all in a mess because the rapture was supposed to happen last week. It's because we, as the church, are not doing what we are supposed to do. We are not his likeness and his image right this second. It says that we get transformed from glory to glory. And so the more that we get in his presence, the more that we just press it and keep on pressing it, keep on pressing it until that, until that real presence of Jesus comes. That's when I'm changed into his image because that's when at times he'll say, baby, that anger that you have, you know, your heart's full of anger. Let's, let's deal with that anger. And so I have to let him deal with that anger. I have to go, God, you're right. I'm so mad. I hate everybody. I'm so mad at my husband. I just want to strangle him. See, you got to get truthful to him, with him. Don't get truthful to your husband like that. Don't tell him. <laughs> I have made those mistakes. God desires truth. Well, let me tell you. No, don't do that. So you take it to God and we let him deal with it because he's the only one that can fix anything anyway. Do y'all know my heart? Or was I real confusing? I want us to know who we are. And, and it's going to come through teaching. It's going to come through prayer. It's going to come through laying at his feet. It's going it's gonna, it's gonna to come, though. If we'll just grab a hold of it, if we'll grab a hold of the altar and just pull on God and God work in me, God do something in me, God I don't want to be like this, I want to be what you created me to be. And we can be what he created us to be, we can be that, we can be that, we just got to get over all this stuff that the enemy has put in our head, we got to get over all of it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you created each one of us to be an awesome, awesome representative of you. That's what we are. We are representatives of him. We are ambassadors of his kingdom. We are supposed to come into the kingdom of darkness and make it the kingdom of God. That's what we're supposed to do. And I thank you, Father. I thank you right now for showing each one of us how to do that, what my part is in doing that, God. Show us what our part is because each one of us plays a part in this thing. And so I just ask you, God, to put it down on the inside of us that we get hungry for your way. We get hungry for your purpose. We get hungry for what you said we could be. And we become that very thing, God. You said you're coming back for a church without spot or blemish. 
He's coming back for a powerful church, powerful church. Each one of us are a part of that, and we are supposed to be walking in power, power that raises the dead, power. You know, Elisha, was he had so much anointing in him that a year or so after he died, they threw a man in his tomb, and that man come back to life. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that's supposed to be us. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And I want us to know who we are. So do y'all want to know who you are? Do y'all want to know who you are? Y'all didn't answer me good enough. <laughs> Come on, Andy. We want to know who we are. I want to know the power that I have inside of me. I want to know who my God is. I want to know who he is. And that I might be 87, but I still got power. I might be seven. I got power. And all of us in between there, we got power. Power, baby. Yeah. And I I want us to learn (laughs) that I have authority over the devil. And he ain't supposed to be messing with me. And I'm supposed to be taking over his territory. So if y'all will hang with me, if y'all will hang with me, I'm going to do everything in my power to teach us. And I said us. I'm not saying you. Teach us who we are. Okay? I'm going I'm to do my very best to find out who I am and teach us who we are. Thank you. Thank you for hanging with me through trial and error, (laughs) because I don't know how to do this. Thank you, Jesus, he does. And we just pull on him, and he will lead us, and he will guide us through the whole thing. And we will take all of our friends. We will take all of our relatives. We will take all of the people in Ashley County. I want them all saved. You know there's 900 churches here. And I bet you there ain't 2,000 people in all of them right now. So that's what I want for us to know who we are, for us to know who God is, and for us to walk in his power because you were created to do that. You were created to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So if there's any of you that want prayer, you need prayer for anything. We never want to close these altars out without giving you an opportunity to come and, and let God touch you, let God do something in you. So if, if you need healing, if you need prayer of agreement, whatever you need, we're just going to open up the altars and you come and, and we will pray with you and let God have his way. Okay? Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.